This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to all of my lovely moguls, okay? All of my bad bitches that are running businesses and cashing checks, okay? I have some business tips for you guys because if you did not know my background, I have a combination background, okay? So, started out in fashion, of course. Uh, I was a model and a designer. Uh, then I transitioned into marketing and branding, and I did that in the fashion industry hell for like over 10 years i still have some clients now um that i do branding and marketing for but you know that's my thing i have started girl over the last 10 15 years i want to say about 12 businesses girl the girl has been working the girl has been hustling okay and um branding and marketing is one of my things but i've learned so much in business that i'm like you know what let me start dropping gems on my girls because I know that they want to get that coin up, okay? We're going to also do another episode on hustles, okay? Because you girls out here, okay, you may work your nine to five, et cetera, but you may need some extra cash. You may need the extra cash to pay that car though. You may need the extra cash to make sure you got your legs fronts on point, okay? Making sure that you, you know, your, your, your entertainment money. I mean, it's all different kinds of things that you need money for. A girl can never have too much coin, okay? So... I'm going to give you a couple of business tips um, and, you know, just give you some insights so that way you can boost those sales, you know, uh, create a better, you know, brand appearance, if you will, and just really push yourself to that next level. All right. So before we get into that, though, same thing, different day. Thank you, girls, so much. I promise you. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Okay. Like I say it all the time and I'm going to always say I am so grateful for you, girls. Our love, our connection is so real. I, I think this is what's so funny is I say this all the time, but it's so real because it's thousands of you girls. I'm not talking about like hundreds. OK, it, it, thousands of you girls out here. And I feel like I'm connected to each and every one of you because it, no matter what you're going through in some weird way, I feel that shit. Like when you girls are down in the press, boom, that's when I come up with these episodes. I don't know if you girls are like signaling me, signaling me or something or like what's going on. You know what I mean? Because we are energy, you know. So at the end of the day, girl, if you want me, you can get at me, you know. So at the end of the day, um, I don't know. I get inspiration for like random topics and I'm just like, you know what? My girls probably need it. And, um, the love that we have is real. Like, you know, if you hit me up and you're like, Hey cat, I got an issue. You know, I got you now. Instagram been messing up my messages lately. I think it's because I'm getting too many messages. And like, cause you know, I'm, I was, I was regular person on Instagram at one point. Like, I mean, I've always like been on the gram and like promoted different things and tried to brand myself in different ways, but never like this, you know? So now Instagram got to catch up because the girl is getting popular. Okay. Hopefully get that blue check at some point. Girl, I got to get my follows up though. <laughs> It'd be funny because my, my, my visibility is high. I think it's the, the following component. And I've had some different people tell me different reasons why my followers isn't up, but you know, I, I don't focus in on that, honestly, because Instagram ain't making me no bread. So it's pure entertainment. Um, it's pure, you know, just sharing shit that I like, sharing quotes and, and thoughts and pictures and whatever else. That's just what it is for me. Now, one day when I start making money off the gram, then I'm a care. OK, then I'm a care about what's going on. But, you know, just thank you girls so much. I love you. Welcome to all the newbies. Welcome to this tribe, to this community. Be sure to check out badbitchradio.com so that way you can stay updated on pretty much everything. Excuse me. I did a light belch. Okay. That's another thing about this podcast. If you knew, girl, I keep it real. I'm a one taker. Okay. On some Jay-Z shit. Okay. Like I don't, I don't write it down. I just go, go with the flow. I mean, I write down 
<laughs> what I'm going to talk about in some degrees, but I'm just freestyle, you know, so excuse the belching. Um, but nevertheless, though, let's get into this podcast episode because, um, you know, it's essential, you know, um, being entrepreneurs is a very interesting road, you know, that means pretty much in my opinion is, is being in business for yourself. You know, when you're in business for yourself, girl, if you don't get up, you make no money. Okay. If you're not marketing, you're not, you're, you're not going to eat tonight. And that's just how simple it is. Um, and some people might find this, this, uh, pathway to be a little scary, but it's really not. It's actually one of the most rewarding pathways. It's just that when you're in the midst of the trenches, sometimes you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes you're just like, what am I doing this shit for? Um, and only until you really create a plan, only until you really think about your branding and marketing and get outside of yourself, will you really be able to thrive? So my first tip that I want to say to you girls is, is if you are running a business or think about running a business is get out of your emotions. Okay. So I say this pertaining to life, but I also to say this, especially when it comes to business. I tell my clients all the time, this business is not about you. Like I get the reason why you started the business or whatever. Some people have, you know, long drawn out stories of, you know, oh, this idea came to me or, oh, I want to fix this problem. Blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But stay focused on the business because at the end of the day, customers can give a rat's ass about what your life story is. And also they don't care about that. What they care about is, do you have a great product? And if you do, how can it benefit me? If you have a great service, how can it benefit me? That's all they care about. So when you're when you're giving people this emotional, you know, uh, backstory, keep it simple. You know what I mean? Like 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 get the basics out there. Like I started this company at this particular time frame. This is why I started the company, and this is why you should indulge in the product. Boom. That's it. That's all. So what I mean is like, for instance, you know, you should always have a 30 second elevator speech prepared because if you meet someone in the store, if someone just randomly asks you, you know, you could be in an Uber and somebody says, what do you do for a living? You want to be able to give them, you know, a synopsis of what you do. If you meet someone, you could be at the gym and a girl is like, you have products, right? Say you have like a skincare product, you know, and you're using your lotions, you're using your oils or whatever. And the girl is like, oh my goodness, what is that you're using? You need to have your 30 second commercial prepared because that is a potential client. You know what I mean? That's potential money right there. So you want to make sure that you have that together but keep your emotions out of it keep your you know I felt this way or you know I I um you know I saw desperation in the industry so that's why I wanted to come in and be captain save a hoe for lack of better words people don't want to hear that at least I don't like I feel as though and and and, and you may agree or disagree but the world is going to fix itself Okay, because the world's been going on for so long before you and I ever were even thought about the world was already happening. Okay, so at the end of the day, the world knows how to come back and knows how to fix itself and find resources and the universe knows how to implant, you know, different ideas in people's minds. So then that way it could manifest these creations. So please do not think that you need to be out here saving the world. The world will be fine with or without you. Okay, at the end of the day, make sure that you have the basic things that people care about, which is what you offer and why it benefits them. That is very, very key. So stay focused on that. Keep your emotions out of it. Keep the backstory to a minimum and really focus in on the nutty buddy, okay? Because that's what people care about. The other thing is, the second tip I want to say is, make sure that your brand aesthetics is on point and, and also to represent a higher end of the uh, e-commerce or the commerce spectrum. What I mean by that is, all right, so if you have an online business, for instance, when I look at your business, I can see everything that you're about. 
from your colors to the way it's laid out to your fonts to what you're saying the pictures everything it says everything about you okay now some people may feel like oh I'm just gonna create a website just to start out to see if you know if I get some buzz and then I'll update it eventually wrong okay number one when someone comes onto your website or comes onto your Instagram page the first thing that they're thinking about is who in the world is this person so because they're thinking this they're going to start dissecting they're going to dissect the font they're going to dissect the photos they're going to dissect you know the wordplay everything because they're trying to get to know you so in my opinion I tell all my clients this go for the gold go high high end what that means is okay so high end if you ever notice like luxury brands they only use about five colors they use black white tan gray you might see a little bit of a, a poppy like a some people i've noticed like they do blues or i've noticed greens or yellows um i've noticed reds you know that's pretty much as far and also two pinks that's as far as we go on the spectrum you don't see colors like lilac or you rarely see orange um you see it sometimes but rarely see orange you rarely see like uh dark dark greens it's certain colors that you really see and the reason for that is because it does not appeal to the masses see people with wealth look at life a little bit different than say people in poverty people in poverty are focusing on survival people in wealth spectrums are looking for um satisfaction okay they're looking for a way to spend their money that makes them happy they're not in the way where they're trying to scrabble for money and you know i, I gotta rob peter to pay paul i can't spend this money poverty people that's how they think wealthy people don't think like that so the thing is is that you want customers that are more so the wealthy sector now you may say hey i'm a local person i want to you know cater to my people that's fine but you must remember and or ask yourself i should say are your people making money the people you want to relate to this is not about race or anything like that this is about social class in some degrees okay because we're talking business again that's why i said the top of it get your emotions out you got to talk numbers so if you're looking at numbers right and you say i'm catering to my people that's fine but when it comes down to your people are your people spending money okay are your people going to be able to fund your business are your people going to buy your product or buy your service can they afford it if they cannot then you're going after the wrong baskets baby and you'll be broke you have to go where the money is okay the money's not going to come to you. you have to go to it so what that means is think about your branding think about your surface making sure that your colors represent or they speak to the people who are spinning the coin okay making sure that your font is very clean um i see cursive writing and 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 and, and very creative you know fonts all the time it's that it does not work look at the companies that have been here for years okay we're talking companies 30 plus years look at their aesthetics look how they present themselves now some people are on an og 90s aesthetics where do you remember when websites kind of was first popping like the vista prince made the websites and stuff and they were so stale <laughs> and it was like you know the website was very basic you have some companies old companies that still follow that aesthetic that's why they're not really thriving right now in this marketplace because they haven't evolved but at the end of the day they understand the basics they understand what works and what works is simplicity and directness and also to that chic chic aesthetics another thing is if you are branding yourself or marketing yourself i should say on a social media platform please keep the page one sector focus okay meaning that if this is a business page keep it business keep your personal stuff off the page don't nobody need to know about you vacationing seeing your family what your kids look like no nobody care about that like 
in one aspect, yes, people care, but on, in a whole aspect, like the bigger picture, no one cares about your child. Okay, that's the real. Now, I'm a mom, okay, so I can say that. Don't nobody care about your kid. At the end of the day, if I'm your customer, that's nice that you have a baby, but at the end of the day, I'm here for the product or for the service. Okay, all that other shit you're talking about, is it, I can care less. Because think about it. Think, think about it. Okay, you go up in the Starbucks, right? You want your coffee. You don't care if the, the, the barista are short-staffed. You don't care if somebody is not in the mood, if somebody's sick. It's like you have empathy, but you don't care. You really don't because you're there for the coffee. Okay, so at the end of the day, remember that, baby. Keep your emotions out, okay, and stay focused on the prize. My next tip that I want to tell you, girls, um, is when it comes now to your business, have a plan and have a strategy. Now, the business plan will go astray, okay? What you set out to do in the beginning will not be 100% what happens in the end because life happens. Evolution takes place. Ideas change. You lose staff members. You gain staff members. You know, you, you, I mean, you might go flat broke. You might hit an extremely high peak. Business goes in all different kind of directions. So what you want to make sure that you do is you want to stay grounded. How you stay grounded is you get a very clear understanding of what you're trying to do and you map out the process. What I suggest is map out your every six months, map out your business every six months, okay? Then map it out for a three-month increment. So for instance, having two plans. One is a six-month plan. One is a 90-day plan. 90-day plan is realistic. That's actually the plan that you're following is the 90-day plan. The six-month plan is just so you have cushions to know where the business is going because you have to do things in advance. For instance, if you offer products, you have to place the orders in advance. You have to make sure that you fulfill the orders by a certain time or get them into the retail store by a certain time. If you are... Um, you know, offering services, you know, of course, every season services change. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're definitely thinking about um, just, you know, having a game plan over the course of the six months and just kind of knowing exactly what you're trying to do with your business and, and, and what direction you want it to go in. Now with that 90 day plan though, let's break it down into specifics, meaning like how much revenue are you trying to make? How many people do you need to reach out to in order to reach your goal? And when I say reach out, I mean like on a marketing tip, how is that widespread? Like are you using social media, email marketing? Are you doing flyer pass out? Flyer pass out is like OG style. Remember we used to like, you know, be walking around or whatever on a Saturday and some random person pops up and gives you a flyer. That type of marketing still exists and is still thriving because everyone is so used to being on their phone that, you know, it, it's kind of refreshing to get a piece of paper. OK, it's kind of refreshing to get a little flyer or something like that. Um, so those are things you want to consider. Also, too, with this 90 day plan is, you know, what are your monthly goals in terms of whether it be something fresh, right? Say, okay, um, for, say for this month, what month is this? This is February, almost March. So say for the month of March, right? You want to think about having, you know, you want to make, say, I'm going to give you some plain, plain, plain example. All right, so the month of March, right? You want your business to make, let's just say $8,000. And then you also, too, want to reach out to maybe, in order for you to make $8,000, realistically, you're going to have to reach out to maybe about 3,000 people as far as on a digital aspect or on a social media aspect, you know, that kind of thing. Reason being is because the number, you know, 10%, 10 to 15% of the people that you engage with will ultimately be retained, meaning that they'll either be interested in your business, interested in your service, or they'll actually, you know, start following you to kind of start gaining that trust and momentum. So when it comes down to it, reaching about 3,000 people could roughly give you $8,000. Now, how you reach out to these people is, is, again, it's a variety of different mediums, variety of different ways to be able to do it. But 
one of the goals that you could set for, say, in addition to your revenue, in addition to your reach and all that stuff is saying, okay, you know, this month we want to um, create social awareness or brand awareness, you know, and then for the following month, you might say, you know, um, we want to update our staff, you know, we want to expound and get more, you know, get a social media intern. What I'm saying is, is in addition to your revenue goals, in addition to your business goals, your marketing goals, you want to have an outside goal, a miscellaneous goal, if you will, that will cultivate the brand, cultivate your business. So, if you hire, say, an intern, right, that's going to change the dynamics of your business. Why? Because now you have extra hands. You have free hands, okay? Your intern is somebody you don't necessarily have to fully pay for. You just have to pay for maybe their transportation, some lightweight stuff. But for the most part, it's a free employee. You use it. This can help change your business because now, as I said before, you have an extra hand in the midst. Or say if you're trying to do, you know, social awareness, right, if that's one of your goals. Social awareness means that human beings know about your business. So, that could be anything. You could do, you know, a, a table or a booth at a community center. You can, um, you know, be online and do a social media campaign. There's a variety of ways that you can touch people socially. Um, and I think that having that a part of your goals for the month is, is crucial because social awareness is important. So you can, you know, change it up however you want to, but just have that additional goal that's going to cultivate the brand and put the brand in a different state. Now, my last tip that I want to give you guys pertaining to business and, and all these other things is you want to make sure that your business, if you are not in business currently or if, if you're not in business, think ahead. And if you are in business, think about, I don't want to say revamp, but think about evolution, okay? So if you've been in business, let's just say over three years or five years, right? A lot has changed, right? So the way that your digital presence, your websites, your whole engagement, I mean, as far as even how you exchange money has changed from, I mean, everything, right? The game is different. Now, if you still following the same old systems that you, that you started the business with, I'm going to be real, real, real with you. Your business is going to hit some sort of speed bump within the next two years. Something's going to happen. If you are still following the same robotic system, let's just say, right, you have a service-based business and you're not taking appointments or you're a service-based business and you're not digitally exchanging money. Or if you are a product, right, and, and you offer products, but, you know, your, your photo quality is still not up to par. You know, you, you know, you're focusing in on social media to be your website presence versus actually having a web, real website. And say this has been working for you for a while, you know, what's going to happen over the course of the next two years is that shit's not going to work anymore. Okay, it's not going to work anymore. Why? Because the mindset is changing. Technology is shifting. People are evolving. People want more. So one thing in business that I like to do is I like to pay attention to the trends. How you pay attention to the trends, you got to get on the streets. Okay, how you get in the streets is you get down with the people. Okay, go on things like the Shade Room. That's the Instagram account if you don't know what the Shade Room is. Go on the Shade Room. Go on Twitter, okay? Find out about Black Twitter if you don't know what that is. Find out about Black Twitter. Find out what the people are saying. Start walking around. Go on Target, girl, and just walk the aisles, okay, and just see what the people are clinging to see what's being bought see you know even for instance when i work out i look at the stock market and i watch the trends i see what's going up what's going down keep your ear to the ground because you have to know what's going on that way you can take that information and apply it to your business where you see fit because if you think that 
whenever you, you started this business, okay, if you think that those same tactics and that same approach is going to get you to longevity, it will not. And you see so many businesses suffering. You see literally so many businesses going bankrupt. That's just because they're not evolving with the times. Okay. They're not paying attention to the trends. They're not watching what's happening. So what I would suggest for you to do is evolve with the times by paying attention, saying sound, it's just like in a relationship. Okay. If you've been with somebody for a long time, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? That, that, you know, that connection is there, but if you don't evolve the relationship, if you don't evolve the engagement, if you don't start doing new shit, avenue approach, it's going to go flatline and eventually you're going to separate. That's just how it goes. So what I'm suggesting to you girls is keep your ear to the ground and keep yourself abreast of what's trending. So that way your business can be reflective, right? So if your website, you know, is not really up to par or it's not competitive, how you know a website is competitive is you start going on other websites, go on bigger platforms. So say you sell clothes, right? Go on bigger platforms, like go on the, I mean, Forever 21 is a little shaky right now, but you can go on the Forever 21s. You can go on the Lulu's. You can go on the, on the Poly. You can go onto these big company websites and literally screenshot or just you know, do some serious research and start watching their website, watching their wordplay, watching the photos that they put out there and start mimicking what you see. Now, I'm not telling you to copy and paste. OK, what I'm telling you is use it as a reference and use it as this way to be able to really um, help yourself evolve because business is a competition. OK, it's, it's, it's not about it's like this. The most elite will win. OK, the finest will win. If you are dragging your feet, slacking, getting all in your emotions, whatever, you will be left behind, period. That's just with anybody. That's with anybody. That's with an athlete, okay? If you're not conditioning your mind, if you're not conditioning your body consistently, you will fall behind. There will be someone faster and younger and more healthier that will beat you at your own game, okay? So what I, what I want to see happen to you girls is flourish, Okay, not deplenish. So what you're going to have to do is stay ahead of the game. Stay cultured, baby. You know, some people, old heads, they say, oh, you know, um, the young people, the young people. Girl, the young people is giving you the is giving you the, the blueprint for the new game. Okay, you know, I stay fresh. I stay fresh. That's not probably why people think I'm so young, because when you see me, you think I'm like 19, 20 years old. You would have never thought I was th- almost 32 years old. Okay, and that's strictly because I keep it youthful, baby. I got to keep my ear to the ground. Girl, I know what's cracking. I know all the dances. I know the moves. I know what's happening. And I also, too, know that that helps me in my businesses because my marketing stays on point. My, you know, my, my brand culture, the way I present myself, my staffing, everything is modern day. It's not that old, old shit. And I've been in business a long time. Okay, I've been, I've been in business, girl. When Wix first came out, girl, I was one of the OG. OG customers. Okay. I was, I was with Vista when Vista before Vista even had commercials on TV. Okay. So when it comes down to it, I've been in this thing a long time, but if you look at my brand websites, if you look at my presentation, it has evolved. And I've had moments where I didn't know what to do, you know, and they always say, when you try to do something for yourself, you know, it can be a little bit more challenging than other people, other people grow. I can work their systems. I built tons of social media page, tons of Instagrams, girl. Some of the Instagrams you follow right now, Okay, are all my content. Know that. Okay, so we just have to sign non disclosures. Okay, at the end of the day, trust me, the girl knows what she's saying, and, and, and evolution is, is key in business. Okay, keeping your ear to the ground, knowing what's next, or at least not necessarily, you, you, everybody may not be able to do forecasting in terms of knowing what's next, but at least knowing what works right now is important. 
making sure your payment systems are on point, making sure that your presentation is on point. And also, too, if you offer service, make sure that it actually fits with what's going on right now. For instance, everyone is on elite care. If if I come in your establishment, I'm getting a service. If I'm not being pampered, if I'm not being treated like the queen that I am, I'm probably not going to come back. If you have a nail salon, if you do hair, eyebrows, lashes, whatever, give your customers the pampering treatment, baby. I'm talking about white towels. I'm talking about, you know, uh, when I walk in, you know what I'm saying? It's lilac and, 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 and sage or uh, maybe not sage, sage delicious, but you know, like sometimes if, if it's with something it smells, bergamot smells real good. You know, I'm looking for that scent when I come in, baby. I'm looking for things to be clean. I'm looking for, you know, Parisian or jazz music when I walk in the door. Baby, I'm looking for champagne ready with the, with the strawberry on the rim of the glass. I'm looking for luxury. Honey, ever since VH1's A Love of Hip Hop came out, the culture changed. The culture changed. I promise you, from the lace fronts to the makeup, to the way we carry ourselves, to everything, you know what I'm saying? And and, and I say love and hip-hop because love and hip-hop is a very impactful show. You understand? It, it changed African-American culture, hip-hop culture, but it also, too, changed main America in terms of, you know, uh, people always try to portray certain, you know, shows to be a particular way, to fit into a particular category, but... What happens a lot of times is those shows that we deem to be ratchet or deem to be this, it actually sets a tone for the next level, just like the Kardashians. People can say whatever they want about the Kardashians and say that they're not successful, but I don't know what success looks like to you, but um, to me, they're successful. Okay. They have a social presence. They have wealth. They have longevity. Okay. At the end of the day, I'm not sure what success is and and I don't know what the exact pathway to it is. But if you're a reality star and you took that and you built a social brand, I mean, by all means, you're winning. But see, some people won't give them the credit. They will say, oh, you know, it's it's not necessarily ratchet TV, but it's just not wholesome television. So it's not something that we look at as being, you know, competitive or respected. Those are people that's got real personal issues, you know what I mean? And putting their emotions into business because if I look at these numbers Kardashians are winning if I look at those numbers love and hip-hop is winning okay love and hip-hop was able to get an award on a completely different network now I know MTV and VH1 are associated with each other but at the end of the day we're talking about a show that has does not debut on MTV and they won an award for best reality show girl step your shit up step your shit up what are you talking about what are you talking about you know, what are you talking about? You can't tell me that they don't have no social impact. You can't tell me that, you know, um, keeping your ear to the ground, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff, it, it is not, it's not beneficial. It is. So in conclusion of this wonderful episode on business, um, I want to say this. Stay focused, okay? Business is a very interesting game, and but remember, it is a game. So the more information that you know, the farther you'll be able to go. Stay, stay researched up, okay? From YouTube channels to books to um, seminars, webinars, podcasts, all information is good information. You do have to take heed to what fits in your business and what resonates with your spirit. But at the end of the day, you need to make sure you continuously evolve, okay? And, you know, just be fearless with this shit. You know, be fearless. And I want to say this one thing before I get out of here, just popped in my mind, is the art of pricing, Okay. Now, some of you girls, um, I've seen some products that you offer, some services you offer, and I think that either they're either too low or too high. Okay. One thing that I always say is set your price according to the value. 
Okay, now you do want to consider the marketplace, of course, because if you got some preposterous number and everybody else is charging something different, people may be skeptical to do business with you. They may, you know, you may get some customers, you know, if you're really high, but at the same time, you may not be able to retain the customers. Meaning like they may buy something from you once or twice, but they may not come back as often. But then if you're too cheap, then people are skeptical and wondering like, what's up with this service or what's up with this product? You know, why is it so cheap? So you have to do pricing in a way where, um, it is more so about the value. So you want to kind of pull back and say, okay, you know, how, like if it's a product, right? Or even if it's, well, let's say product first, right? So if it's a product, how much, the cost, of course, the cost to produce the product, right? Then the cost of, say, packaging or, or, or handling, I should say, not packaging, but handling. Um, because somebody has to handle this thing. Somebody has to put it into the package, you know, put it in the box and then put the label on. Woo-woo. So that's maybe like a 30 minute hour kind of trip. So say, for instance, if you were paying yourself, Let's just say, you know, $8 an hour or $9 an hour. And I know they may be cheap, but you're probably like, what? I didn't get in business to make $9 an hour. Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> That's how much it is. You know what I mean? So it's like when you look at your cost, let's just say your cost is $4. And then you say, hey, the handling and everything will cost, you know, $9. And okay, you know what I'm saying? We're looking at a product that's $14. Now, when it comes down to it, though, you need to ask yourself, um, it's $14 feasible. Is this product comparable? So you look at your product and then you start doing market research. You say, Hey, if I'm selling lotion, you know, um, with these particular ingredients, Google and find out how much other lotions are going for in that same range. Now, you know, your minimum is $14 because that's the cost of doing business for you. You have to pay handling because somebody has to do it. Somebody has to manage this product, whether it's you or somebody else, somebody got to put it in the box. So one way and also two for you to make sure you get paid is by paying yourself. Okay. So if you pay yourself $9 per bottle or $4 per bottle on a volume aspect, it will definitely give you a return. But some people don't do that. A lot of times entrepreneurs don't pay themselves. Okay. What they do is they just hustle, 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 whatever the profit is, they take it, they flip it, they put it back into the business. And then they end up suffering and struggling for years on years. No, baby, you have to pay yourself something. Even if you pay yourself $2 a bottle, something is better than nothing. Because if you sell a hundred of those joints, you got a baby paycheck. Okay. Cause you need to get paid because your bills got to be paid. Don't no landlord care about you being on your entrepreneurship journey and you ain't made no bread. Don't nobody care about that. Okay, nobody care about that. At the end of the day, you got to make the money. You got to pay the bills. So you have to make sure you get paid too, okay? So when you know, when you when you look at this product and you compare it to the marketplace, what you want to also to do is then say, okay, you know, what's a medium? Because you have some brands that have longevity. They've been in the game for over 10 plus years. So they have a following. So people have no problem with spending, you know, a certain amount of money for the product. So you're a newbie. So you have to consider that you're brand new, no one knows about you, but you still want to make sure that you're, you know, um, competitive. Because again, this is a competition. You want to be competitive because there's tons of people selling lotion. Okay, it's like there's tons of people doing eyebrows, there's tons of people doing hair, there's tons of people um, selling the latest technology. It's tons of people doing all kinds of stuff. So, you know, your product or service is, is probably unique, but maybe not that unique per se. You know, we, we always talk about focusing in on, like on a marketing tip, like, promote what makes you different for sure right for sure definitely highlight what makes you interesting let's just say that what makes you interesting intriguing versus everybody else that's what you have to focus on with your marketing and everything but when it comes down to it though you just want to make sure that your pricing is at a point where people are willing to buy it 
the longevity, you know, it, it is considered into the mix, but then also to what the market is willing to pay for. Okay. Cause if you charge it, let's just say for lotion, $20, this lotion better be organic, bitch. This lotion <laughs> better, um, last me for a certain amount of hours. Okay. This lotion better be on point because $20 for lotion is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Okay. It's a lot of money because it's a product that is residual, meaning like in 30 days, I'm going to need some more. So if I'm going to invest this, okay, I need to make sure it's on point. Like for myself, I spend $20 a month on eyebrows. Now for some people, they might feel like, oh my God, I could just buy eyebrow pencil for a dollar girl. And that'll last me the whole month. I could just buy some cheap pomade for eight bucks from, you know, the grocery store or whatever. And then boom, put it on my brows. But you know what? The quality of the product is very different. Okay. And for me, the product has proven to actually work, to be sufficient and to give you the results I'm looking for. So, you know, for me, I'm going to go ahead and drop that cash. Okay. I'm going to spend that $20 per month. You want to have a product like that where it, it has a reputation. The product I use is Anastasia Beverly Hills. Anastasia Beverly Hills is a brand that's been around for a minute. Okay. The, the woman was doing brows originally, her daughter helped brand the business, um, and made it to what it is today. So it has longevity. In addition to that, though, it's a quality product. And what makes it unique is they mainly focus in on eyebrows. Okay. Like it's like they offer lip gloss and some other things, but mainly it's just eyebrows that they focus in on. And one thing that they always talk about is the quality of the product, the quality of the pomade, the quality of the eyebrow pencil. It's a different quality or the features of the actual, you know, the, the applicator brush, or, you know, when you, when you buy the actual pencil, it has the little comb thingy on it and, and things are at an angle. It's different. It's unique. That's what's highlighted in their marketing. And that's the reason why I get it because that's what makes them different. It's the quality of the product. It's the fact that they offer some different features, like every eyebrow pencil doesn't have the little roller thingy. I don't even know what it's called. It looks like it's like an eyelash curler, girl, but you use it to comb the brows. Every, all of them don't have, you got some that do, some that do. And even too, if it was a company, let's just say had the exact same style of packaging as Anastasia, the bristles are different. Okay, the, 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 the quality of the pomade is different. Those are the things that even in your marketing that you highlight. I'm just on a side note that you highlight to, to get people to come in. You understand? Because there's tons of products out here, tons of eyebrow shit out here. But this brush is different because it has more bristles. This brush is different because it's made of, you know, Mongolian fur or hair or whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, when people selling something, they tell you some, some other stuff and you be like, ooh. That's what you got to use in order to market yourself. And when it comes down to your pricing, consider all of those things. So then that way you can actually start profiting. Okay. We're in business to make money. We're not in business to make friends and we're damn sure not in business to just be in business. Okay. The Instagram life has definitely shown us this, this scenario where it's great to be entrepreneurs. It's great to be boss babes and all this other stuff, but we got to run a business. And if you're not making no revenue, baby, you're not really a boss. You're not a boss. You know what I mean? You know, you, you just a hobbyist, <laughs> a hobbyist period. And isn't wrong with that. You know what I mean? For some of my business, I was a hobbyist for years. I didn't make a dime only until I started running the business is when I made a dime. And I say that to my clients all the time. I have clients that come to me all the time. They're so emotional. They're like, Oh my God, you know, this person, you know, they feel about this or, you know, um, I started this business because I have a passion. I have a passion for this. Girl, passion ain't paying no damn bills. Passion is what's going to keep you focused in the middle of the night. But at the end of the day, game plan, strategy, execution is what's going to bring in the coin. Please remember that. Please do not think that your passion is going to pay no bills. I've had all the passion in the world. Okay. And, and, and some people might feel like the passion will evoke, 
a sense of uh, physical gestures, like meaning like the passion will make you want to get up and go to work. The passion will be, no, it's the strategy that gets your ass up to go to work. If you got a strategy in place, if you said, I'm trying to make 10 stacks this month, okay? And you say every day I have to send out this many emails, post this many posts, reach out to this amount of people, that strategy is what's gonna have to motivate you to get up. Not the fact that you're passionate about doing someone's hair or nails or whatever in the world your reasoning is. Okay, that's the reality of it. A baby girl been in business a long time. I'm telling you, passion ain't paid no bills. Okay, <laughs> I love you girls deeply and dearly. And there will be more episodes um, of this strictly because I want to talk to you moguls out there, moguls in the making, um, or you moguls out there. Girl, I got all kind of people to listen to this podcast. So I know some of you girls is making that queen chatter. Okay, and, uh, you know, hopefully these tips helped you a little bit. I have tons more insight. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, check back in with me if you need any more information or more details or want me to expound on something. You know, I'm down. Also, too, I do consultations if you did not know that. Uh, I'll give you girls more details in the next episode so that way you guys can transition on over there into the business world and the branding world with me. Uh, but I love you girls so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Kat Duro, and I will talk to you girls soon. Ciao.